This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Monday, December 19th. Thank you to Me Undies for sponsoring this very special episode of If I Were You. Hell yeah. I'm wearing my Christmas MeUndies right now, actually. Oh, really? Is that the white ones with the snowflake pattern on it? I'm, they are actually the black ones with the Christmas lights all over them. Very trill. Very nice. It's only fitting, form-fitting, that MeUndies sponsors our 250th episode of If I Were You. They've been with us for so long. We love them so much. We love them so hard. We love them so hard and so much. Uh, the comf- the uh, underwear is incredibly comfortable. Their clothing is incredibly stylish. Everything is great and fits perfectly and is very affordable. And even more so if you use our coupon code. That's so if, what's up. If you go to MeUndies.com slash Amir or MeUndies.com slash Shake, they'll give you 20% off your first order. And they'll also ship it to you for free. So the prices that you see on the website are actually higher than what you'll end up paying. That's how the discount works, Well, guys. you know what's pretty dope? They have these... Uh, French Terry sweatshirts now. Have you seen that? Oh, no. We should get our hands on some of that. Yes, please. They have sweatshirts. What uh, colors do they come in? Burgundy, emerald, and black. I like the black. I mean, these these underwear models are legit. They're cut. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, they got stuff for men. They got stuff for females. They got hoodies. They got joggers. They got lounge pants. A great gift for yourself and for your loved one this holiday season. So check them out, meundies.com slash Amir or meundies.com slash Jake. Uncle Gabrus in the house for oh, love episode. John. Uh, great episode. Let's get right into it. I'm excited. I want to listen to it now. Bye. Things got real. If I were you, I'd break it off. I'd think it through. I'd take a walk. Shit, tell the truth. If I were you. Here's what I do. I'd draw some lines, I'd cross them too. I'd kick them out and break some rules if I were you. Here's what I do. If I were you. Here's what I do. Acapella. Beautiful. That was haunting. Or is it acapella? Am I allowed to talk yet? <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, dude. Garrus in the house. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That's cool that the Mumford and Sons do your uh, introduction music. Now. Foot stomp and hand clap and tambourine. Yeah. I feel like that was recorded in a barn after a wedding full of people with mustaches and suspenders. <laughs> Vests? T-Lights. Vests. That was, a, yeah. that was good, though. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, his name is Taylor Dukes, part of a trio called 3B. 
They love our show, so they came up with a little ditty. So thanks to the at 3B trio, which is what they are on Instagram. Yeah, next All time right. adding that twangy banjo that I know you guys got in the band. Was it acapella if they don't do the instrument, or is it acapella only if some guy's like, I think it's acapella, it just means without any accompaniment. So a barbershop quartet is acapella, too. Yes. Sick. Do you guys like acapella music? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pentatonics or whatever, those are my guys. (laughs) Although I will say, I'm never, I'm not really a fan of acapella music, but every once in a while you see some like acapella cover of something and you're like, okay, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I remember like, you have to remember that like when you see those covers, you only like it once or twice. Right. Like I remember I downloaded like, 12 Ben Folds acapella songs on my phone, and I never, ever listen to them, any of them again. Right. And acapella- but they are all dope. <laughs> acapella covers are also usually of good songs. Yeah. And so you're like, this is great. They're well, cheating. The- yeah. <laughs> um, one recent that I saw that was really good was Dolly Parton, Miley Cyrus, and Pentatonix doing Jolene acapella on The oh, Voice. Wow. And it was really good. What, what, why is acapella such a college thing? Like, I feel like college crews love acapella, but then there's no, like, post-college acapella groups. I feel like it's up there with improv, you know what I mean? It's like, maybe it's something you did for fun in college, but after college, you have to really start dedicating your but time. But there is a lot of good improv teams, like at UCB, that there's are There's a lot of great acapella groups. At yeah. UCB. <laughs> they do improv acapella. My problem with acapella is that the black guy always has to rap. <laughs> I feel like every time yeah. I watch an acapella thing, they're like, and, and they- well, It's either like, the black guy the or hip. the really, the tiny little blonde girl or something. Yeah. Like, right. so they want, <laughs> just to like flip it all upside down. Against type. Flip. And the black guy's doing the acoustic guitar with his mouth. <laughs> uh, that's 3B Trio once again. Thanks, guys. All right. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by Gabrus. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, this is our episode 250. Wow. Big deal. Holy shit, goal weight. You're <laughs> For me too. This is our goal podcast. Let's weight. meet in the middle at 250. <laughs> I would love to see Jake at 250. Oh, man. Streeter and I once joked about, we were just talking about Streeter, but we joked about racing to our average. So when he was like 250 and I was like 150, we are like, let's race to 200. Oh, what a fucking cinch. That I mean, maybe it's difficult for you to put on 50 pounds. Right. Is it easier? For, I think it would be easier to lose 50 than for me to gain 50. I don't know. I well, it depends get... on what you want it to get. Like, if you just wanted to gain 50 pounds of anything, you could probably win. You I would like so? nothing more than for you to say, Gabrus, I want you to help me gain 50 pounds. Wow. What would you do? What? You would, you <laughs> I didn't would, think that far ahead. Yeah, you would squat every other day. Oh, you think it would be muscle? You would oh, be like just it, fucking it would be both. It would pasta be both. and working out. Yeah, it would be uh, not even pasta. We would just be fucking microwaving ice cream and <laughs> drinking it. That's like the big one that uh, like when Sylvester Stallone put on all the weight for Copland. Uh, that's what people do is like you just put ice ice cream in the microwave and you can drink it like it's a glass of milk and it's like ten thousand calories. Jesus, Holy, that sounds that awesome. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I, I since I hurt my ankle, I haven't exercised, but I feel like I haven't gained weight. I've just gotten weaker. Like I, if anything, I'm like atrophying, losing yeah, you're muscle. Losing, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. We'll anyway, get that muscle back on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially once I'm drinking fucking ice cream. I think that's what I'm doing right now. You practically nice are. Uh, so as you know, you've you've done the show before. What what episode? This is your fourth, third time on. The I show? think this is my third time. Great. And we've recorded in a different location every, every single time. time. The wow. first time was that house you guys were renting with the little the thing cabin. in the back that Rosie was. Living. Yeah, that was a nice day. And then the other one was the old HeadGum Studios. Oh, yeah. At Commonwealth. Yeah, and now we're here. And now we're here. Started from the top, now we're here. 
Started from the middle and yeah. now we're above, slightly above average. <laughs> Upper middle. <laughs> Upper middle class studio. Uh, so but you... I'm a huge fan. I listen to every episode. Jesus. <laughs> Just not of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm a big Jake and Amir fan, but podcast, <laughs> no bueno. Take it or leave it. Uh, we should say that Gabriels has his own podcast, High and Mighty, on this here network, HeadGum. Yes, I uh, do. Uh, Jake and I recently did episodes of your show. Right. I did, I did porn. A lot of fun talking about porn. And I did 90s sitcoms, which, you know. Wait, you all, by you the way, you could pretty much, too. those are just like crystallized versions of your personalities. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I did porn because I'm a, a pervert, and I did 90s sitcoms because I'm the cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> the basic cable guy. The network guy. Basic bitches. <laughs> uh, but this here is an advice podcast. We have real emails from real people. We're going to answer them or do our best to answer them. Uh, you're good at these, Gabrus. You, I feel like you, you have a soft spot for advice. I do enjoy helping younger people. You also enjoy like speaking from a area of expertise, whether it's founded or not. You're like, this is what you should do. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. I like. Oh, yeah. I think I'm very smart. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're gonna start with a guy, a guy who's a 19 year old sophomore in college. What should we call this guy? You can uh, give him a fake name. Oh, uh, Sa. <laughs> Sa, dude. <laughs> oh my god! He no died. more information. I thought when you like. Oh, you want to listen to this question and then name him? Yeah, like you know, homeless in Cleveland. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's do that. Hey guys, love the podcast. Thought I'd submit <laughs> submit a question to it's my own. Be homeless for a in Cleveland, regardless <laughs> of how you finish. I'm a 19 year old homeless man in Cleveland. No, I'm a 19 year old sophomore in college. And I'm not sure if you're aware, but finals week has probably just ended by the time you read this. So I guess my question in a nutshell is how do you deal with stress or stressful situations? For some reason, every time finals week comes around, I developed a habit of channeling all my stress straight into my asshole. I shit you not, pun intended. When the finals start to hit, I need to have an extraction plan to the bathroom laid out. Today, on the 13th of December, was my first of four finals this week, and in the midst of my exam, my stomach moaned three times, and I thought I would liquefy myself. Luckily, I made it to the bathroom just in time, but the mess afterwards was astounding and shocking as I was lifted off the seat from propulsion. I do well on my exams, but maybe it's the pressure I subconsciously put on myself. I don't know. Any advice on dealing with stress or shitting in stressful situations? Thanks. Happy holidays. Sincerely, Final Countdown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> final <laughs> countdown in Seattle. Uh, as soon as I read the subject line, my shameful shitting, I assumed this would be a good question for you to yeah. This is a on. great question for me. I am a, I've had diarrhea since I was 13. <laughs> this is another, another quick plug of, but Gabrus on the Twinovation podcast was the funniest <laughs> couple minutes of you guys talking about shit. I think you said, you shit like your asshole was sneezing into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one way I've used to describe shitting is sneezing. The other one is like deadliest catch, like a big <laughs> crab net opening and just all the shit dumps out onto the, oh, the deck a, of the... F- a Bubba Gump. Yeah. <laughs> just a Bubba a dump. boot and a fucking... <laughs> Bubba Dump. <laughs> license plate. Oh, my God. Um, license plate from Nova Scotia <laughs> from 1973. <laughs> it only has four digits on it. They couldn't imagine more than 2,000 cars. Uh, <laughs> Stress shitting is real. I okay. get that. I when you say to, you've been diarrheing since 13, you mean on and off, or it's just uh, pretty a constant much. Scream. I haven't taken a solid shit since the, the 90s. <laughs> I, I, I wipe my ass with a hair dryer <laughs> with a VHS player. 
<laughs> I uh um I get that playing sports uh even to date like if I have like a sporting event or whatever I will shit four times before it. Oh wow. Yeah, at least. I'll shit I shit two times every morning guaranteed minimum. Jake's that way with peeing. Like when something is stressful you're like I got to go pee and then you got to pee again yeah. and you got to pee again. You're that and way. My, with and then the, my asshole does the opposite like my it's like my Pee hole gets as big as my asshole <laughs> when I'm nervous. Oh, like, penile oh, I, anal exchange. Of I like sorts. if I'm nervous about something, I pr- I will like go for days without shitting. I think constipation. You're but a I don't stress even feel it. I just don't even think about it. It just doesn't come out. Yeah, nothing. Have you ever Do been you have, like a couple days go by and you're like I haven't shit in a couple days and you're like holy shit I, I'm under deadline or whenever shit, I, yeah whenever I travel I won't shit pretty much I, it'll throw me off for like I've I think when we were, we were in Dublin I didn't shit until we got to London. You guys were in Dublin for two semesters. <laughs> we did a semester at sea. I, I didn't shit till we came to port. <laughs> port off shit print. or get off the port. Um, I, uh, I, I'm the opposite. When I travel, if I'm like out of the country or flying a lot, I'm shitting. I'm never taking a full shit. I'm taking oh, four yeah. quarter shits a day. De- you know, it's uh, like like. I've, As it comes, instead of waiting your yeah, turn. Yeah, and and traveling also, you eat like garbage. So I've been on like. Where I like had to shit at the airport I land at. How do you shit on airplanes? I've I never shit on an airplane before in my entire life for wow. so long. Uh-huh. And then when I flew to <laughs> Dubai just to eat a Pizza Hut, <laughs> I on the flight back I took my first shit on a plane ever, and my second, and my third. <laughs> 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 on one flight before you took off at and, the same time and one time on a first class flight in the middle of the night on a red eye <gasps> i woke up ran to the bathroom and shit for 45 minutes when i came out people were like uh like you know I, you joined the mile high club by yourself <laughs> yeah i was coming and shitting everywhere <laughs> when i when i flew home from dubai i got out of the john and there was five people lined up waiting oh, and they just are i had put my head down like i felt like bernie madoff i wanted to like put a coat over my head and run back to my seat but then I had to get back up and get in line again, and people were all like, dude. <laughs> that would be fun if you put your coat up and then didn't walk back to your seat, but walked to the end of the line. And was like, hey, come on, hurry this fucking thing up here, guys. Jesus, who was in there? <laughs> Number one only. It smells like shit. Uh, so this guy specifically, you can commiserate with his stressful shitting. I totally get it, yeah. Uh, and I have, I have stress-induced shitting. And also shitting-induced stress, which <laughs> makes me like a cycle. fucking Krebs cycle of nonstop <laughs> trauma. Yeah. You'll stress about your shit? I'll stress about having to shit. Like, I'll, like that's why I shit a lot when I travel, because I don't want to have to shit on a plane, or I don't want to have to shit, like... Like if when I go away with my wife and it's like like we were in Paris and it's like all right let's wake up and walk around Paris I'm like I need to drink a coffee in the room and be here wow. for forty minutes after that coffee am, I'm really lucky that mine is only piss because I I know this I know the stress I know that feeling of yeah. like what if I need to use the bathroom but mine is always like I can always at least like. I can pee in a corner somewhere. I can like I can I can get away with it. I've been big on like trying to track back where I some of these anxieties and issues I have. I haven't gone to therapy, but I've gone like I've been big on trying to sort like the starting points. You're for doing pre therapy. Yeah. And can my you... brother has the same thing. My brother will be like, 
wait, like we'll be ready to go out and he'll be like, wait, 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 wait. And he'll go in the bathroom and he'll like come out like 10 minutes later. I'm like, did you shit? He's like, nah, nothing came out. I'm like, you were just trying to shit? He's like, I just wanted to be done. And I'm like, I, why, why is that a thing we have? Yeah. We yeah. must have like tried to go to the bathroom once where we were out and my mom was like, ew, no, no shitting in public. Right. You know? Sometimes like when you had like a long car ride with all your, your whole family, like we're not pulling over. Exactly. And then Clench your cheeks together. Because my brother's. My mom made us pose for so many stupid pictures our whole lives, like just standing in front of the sign of the hotel or whatever, that to date, my brother, who has a uh, two-month-old son, like the picture they sent for their Christmas card was like them all with Santa and my brother is miserable in the picture. And I'm like, you didn't even smile for your kid's holiday photo? And he's like, I hate getting my picture taken. (laughs) It's all because of the duty. Yeah, it's all – I did it all for the duty. Nice. For what? <laughs> it was this guy asking if how he how to come how to get over this? Uh, yeah, or like any plans? Do you like do you shit before? Like if you had a three hour exam, would you shit right before? Would you just not think about it? I would, would try you... to get it out before. I a thing that's really helped me is I am a coffee drinker, and I will like when I am staying in New York working or something like that. I'll make sure I can get coffee in my room or I'll buy coffee the night before and like iced coffee and keep it in the hotel fridge. Wow. And I'll wake up earlier than I would normally do to get ready so, you can so have I can the have coffee, the coffee, coffee power the through shit. the shit. Yeah. As a, as, a, as a pisser, that stuff doesn't help because the more liquid I consume, the more the bigger of the problem <laughs> exactly. it is. So the best thing I can do is sometimes like before I get on a plane, I won't drink a lot of water. And then I'm up there, I'm fucking getting a headache, I'm super dehydrated. <laughs> Have six glasses of red wine, <laughs> stagger to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> Puke instead of shit. Suddenly I'm shitting everywhere. I might recommend this dude wake up a little earlier than he normally would, if it's an early exam. Yeah. But set himself, if he's not a coffee drinker, get a meal in. Get food in, get that process going, give yourself enough time to eat a meal, digest, and possibly shit it out. <laughs> Leave yourself with nothing in the tank if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going empty. Yeah. It all stems from, I was on the swim team, and like you wouldn't want to have to shit once you were in the pool, because then you got to get out freezing cold yeah. and get back to the toilet, and then shit in the toilet and come back to practice anyway. So hard. I'd always be like six minutes late to practice, but in the I'd be in the locker room, like my team would be like, "Come on, Gary Bruce, we gotta go swim." I'm like, "Hold on, I just want to make sure I'm completely done." You're like vigorously wiping, you know. Well, if you're going back to the pool, you probably don't have to wipe, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, you just uh, hold your ass open over the filter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like sucking all you know, with a plunger. All right, <laughs> I can't be that advice. So uh, on to the next, I guess. What about you, Amir? You take a lot of tests. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm unfortunate in many genetic regards, but I feel like I'm pretty regular shitter and pisser. I don't have any problems with that. My stomach is so. No, your problems are all right. psychological and social. Yeah, exactly. I've I've deeper issues than diarrhea. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh, we don't have, let's see if this one addresses it. Um, all right, this is from another guy. Let's name him after. Uh, all right, I'm in a sticky pinch, and I could use some advice. I wanted to write my girlfriend a song for Christmas that was funny and sweet. I decided to make a parody of "Can't Help Falling in Love" by Elvis. Yes, I'm fucking adorable. I know. So I wrote the lyrics and I wanted to play an instrument at the same time. I asked my friend to help me learn the piano for the song. This is where the problem occurred. He lives extremely far away. So we've been working on Skype, but he asked me for some money to hire him as a musician teacher, as a music teacher. I, of course, said yes and paid him in advance for five lessons. Very cheap. Now we've done two lessons and he's already asking for more, saying I'll need at least 10 lessons. He wants to, He wants the money now. 
How do I tell him I don't want lessons anymore? He's a terrible teacher, and two, Skype, uh, and uh, sorry, he's a terrible teacher, and over Skype, he keeps cutting out while teaching, and I don't have the heart or interest really to ask him to repeat what he said. I've given up hope <laughs> on learning this stupid song. Thanks for the help, y'all. Love. Uh, Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Very <Ooh>. nice. <laughs> I like this post uh, name making. Uh, so, uh, what are your thoughts on charging friends? at all just that general universe do you do that um as you get older the one thing like i don't like to charge friends we, we, we all do favors but there's not much stuff i can do in return for someone you know what right. I, mean? I don't have a, that much of a skill like if someone were to help me with my website i can't be like cool i'll improv coach you or <laughs> cool i'll you know act in a sketch video and i don't want to be doing that <laughs> but i think as you get older like for me like i'll have a friend if a friend wants to help me with something i will like, I have a friend who's recutting my reel for me. I said, let me pay you. And they're like, please, no, you don't have to. I'm like, let me so I can tell you what to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I, and, they're, and they're like, okay, that's fair. Like, then there's no guilt about asking for more notes. There's no, uh, no guilt for like, hey, do another round to edit. There's no, like, I'm like, I'll give you the money. It's just I'd rather give money to a friend than a stranger. Right. I but don't mind paying for, you know, uh, goods and services. What about couch crashing? Do you still do that? Um... Only with very specific people. You couch crashed with us one night in uh, last year. Yeah, in Austin. Well, that <laughs> in was one a morning. bed crash. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh I guess funny. I slept there that night, too. I just don't remember it. You I passed so out in the kitchen. So shit-faced. Yeah. I dropped that glass. <laughs> that was the first time, and I think only time, I've ever seen you feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've, you've, I've seen you like destroy many things, but for whatever reason, when that happened, you broke a glass, you felt bad. Yeah, I felt bad, and I didn't want because I didn't want to clean it up. I just wanted to go to sleep. I was so beat, but like can't leave broken glass on a shared <laughs> so, yeah, house. Yeah, that's floor. the one thing where you can't. I'll get that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the worst idea ever. Everyone's crawling around. Uh, so this guy specifically, friend extorting him for more lessons. It sounds like this guy's a little bit of a bad pupil. Like he says, <laughs> I missed something that he says, and I don't have the heart or desire, frankly, to tell him to repeat what he said. Yeah, it sounds like you just don't want to learn the piano, and you're blaming the teacher. So his idea was to play a song, a Christmas song, for his girlfriend. But he is not musical. <laughs> that's wrote, the thing that's driving yeah. me crazy. It's I mean, like, why don't you have your friend just pay your friend to record the song? Oh, that's pretty good advice. Yeah, and then you could sing over it. Is that <laughs> totally? Yeah, you don't actually. I'm not to... really good at singing either. So, yeah, I why is this? Friends. First of all, I've also, got like, notes on this dude. How long have you been with this girl? Because if you think you might break up, she will tell this Christmas song story <laughs> for the rest of your fucking life and not in a positive I've got, way. Yeah, I've got two thoughts. One, you want to learn how to – you want to learn the hardest instrument, <laughs> one of the hardest instruments yeah. there is. Like, Piano? Do, do the ukulele and play the song. <laughs> right. so you can do that yourself on online videos. It's like I wrote a song and I want, I want to learn to play the harp by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully my theremin instructor that I deal with exclusively over Slack will be <laughs> – uh, Two, I've – I've been, in, I've been in the situation where I recorded a song for a girl that I uh, was into at the time, and it's still like hard baked onto my iPhone. Like, wow. I, and you really don't want this shit out there. No, do dude. your best to not actually record. Uh, it's hard to whatever like, you do. It's hard to adjust gifts based on whether you think it'll eventually come out or not. Like, you sort of have to like live in a world where like this person will appreciate it, and right. I can't. Uh, maybe in five years, that's fair. But just play it for her live. Don't show. <laughs> oh, that's good. Don't show her the. Don't, don't make a video. Yeah, please don't make a video. <laughs> yeah, or send it over Snapchat so it deletes. <laughs> Put it on YouTube, but ideally unlisted or password protected. Right, and it's. 
crazy that his friend wants to bump it up to 10 lessons unless this guy sucks so bad at piano and his buddy wants to yeah what like it just seems if you delineated all right cool i'll pay you for five lessons he can't ask you to do 10 le- i mean he can't At the two lesson mark is a little early to be like trust me the three more it won't be enough yeah it sounds right. like the musician friend is having a hard go wherever the fuck he is <laughs> you could probably just be like let's stick with the five and after five if i need more i'll let you know but right. like you maybe i'll be able to cobble this easy. together yeah. yeah yeah can you imagine what a piano lesson would like what is it more than just telling you how to like where to how to play the song like what is the lesson beyond that uh, That's an interesting question. I've never taken a music lesson. I've taken I've taken two versions of music lessons. Piano, and, yeah, and piano and guitar lessons when I was little. And uh, the, they tell it you seems where like the notes you're just are. practicing yeah. over and over. What's yeah, the, I mean, what's the difference between lessons six, seven, eight, nine? Right, well, 10? specifically for well, it's, pra- it's a lot. Of, it's practice, really. I guess, right. but like you get better at practice and you learn. There's a lot to learn on the fucking piano. But, but he could more be like, importantly, he he's only trying to learn one song. He's not yeah. trying to learn how to play the piano. <laughs> yeah. But like, so it shouldn't a... take 10. I feel like I could learn a song. Like if it's just a matter of memorizing right. the order. Well, when I learned the piano, I learned like the Jurassic Park theme song and the Star Wars theme song. <laughs> so like those are, I think those are like simple enough. Right, but yeah. Who knows? Like if you arbitrarily pick an Elvis song that you want to cover, that might be a hard one on the piano. Yeah, he could fake it, I bet. If he's doing a video, he could do like, hey, you record the piano. I'll like hide my hands, lay that as a track underneath. So oh. I'm singing only. Is this the video the that he's doing for his girlfriend? I thought it's the only reason we're thinking about videos because that's how he's learning the piano. Oh, yeah. If it's just a song, you don't have to prove that you played the piano at all. And also, I bet you you could pay less than you're paying your friend to get piano lessons from an actual piano instructor that will come to your home. Oh, that's a good one. Like, take real piano. I think, really I think what we got to talk about with this guy here is, uh, what's your fucking, what's your end game here, son? What's I don't your think end he game? wants to learn the piano. If you don't want to learn the <laughs> piano, you want to learn how to play one song. Yeah, one then song. You don't, maybe piano's not the right move, you know what I mean? <laughs> or learn your one song, get it from your friend, give him a fucking couple of bucks, and get out of there. <laughs> but don't give him the full 10. Don't go for 10 unless you need, unless you think you're going to need five more. But this dude is like fucking pyramid scheme. This is like, <laughs> that's how like when you sign up for a gym and they give you like five free personal training sessions. Yeah, yeah. Then the second you use one, they're like, you know, this package is this. You're doing great yeah. with this one. You know, they're just trying to. It's not going to be enough, know, man. Eight CDs for one penny. <laughs> <laughs> the what is it called the columbia columbia house oh by the way li- listeners of jake and amir uh, a cd is a way people used to listen to music uh, we don't have time to get pennies into are an archaic <laughs> form of payment that yeah actually... uh, they're like really small bitcoins that are real irl <laughs> oh that's weird it's not a waste of material i guess uh papa right. baby uh all right let's take a break we're roughly halfway done with this episode we'll be right back with more gabrus after this Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gaiazuntait. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional looking portfolio or online store. Yes. Exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes. If you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to, HiRodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you 
kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is buyrodney.com. Really? But B-U-Y Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy, buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> you buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> bye bye I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. <laughs> uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments. Right. And use that coupon code, that promo code segments. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com. Yep. Slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our show. Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels mm. your unwanted subscriptions. Yo, that's cool. Then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Wow, very nice. I mean, this is just an instant way to save cash. Yeah, and it's good to save cash because it's good to have cash because that way you can spend the cash on different that you things. haven't saved. Whether yeah. you want to spend it on a trip or a right. salad. Right. Like different ways. Those to are the two things you can buy right now. Yes, easily. You have to choose. Uh, in fact, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and help them save an average of $720 a year. That's a lot of cash saved. That's half a billion dollars in canceled subscriptions. Man, if I had that much cash, I would absolutely rent like a three-bedroom You'd studio. You'd hundreds or, of millions of dollars left yeah. over. Well, then I might even do... Well, three, Buy a, a mansion. I would do a Buy three, a yacht. I would do a three-bedroom <laughs> with a one-car garage, but it is, it's attached. It's so you ADU. can actually go right in from... From the garage and then into you the house, make passive have to go income, outside. sort of renting that space out. Right. So you yeah, if I had how much? You said, how many billion? Five hundred million dollars. So if I had five hundred million dollars, I could have yeah a a, a a three bedroom with an ADU studio that I could Airbnb. You could have like a thousand of them. Hundred dollars in yes, you can do whatever and you I'm want. Cash <laughs> at that point. You already have the cash. You have the half a bill. What would I do with a hundred dollars a night in an Airbnb? Do you have so much more than that? Wow. Interest alone, you can have fifty million dollars a year. Maybe I do a two car garage. It doesn't matter. Because then you I would buy whatever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have the second car, but you'd have, if a friend came over and it was raining, they could park in the garage and go right in through the house because, like I said, it's You could change the climate with that much money. It would never rain on your parade because <laughs> you'd be rich. And if you want to be rich, you can go to rocketmoney.com slash segments. That's rocketmoney.com slash segments. That way they know we brought you. Right on. Thanks, Rocket Money. Thanks. And we're back. Uh, holidays coming up. Holy shit, I can't believe we took a full-blown 90-minute break. <laughs> you did have to diarrhea, you said. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm dry. I'm empty. I'm a husk of a man. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever seen a video of shit coming out of your butthole? Do you know what it looks like when it's coming out of your butt? You, you Do you have it? a video of my... Did you... Do you have a toilet cam here at HeadGum? <laughs> Would you talking? like to see that video? <laughs> Are you interested at all? You paid me $5 to see it and $100 for me to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to only talk about shit, but I do have a couple more poop questions for did you. Did you ever see a video of yourself shitting? I once did. Uh, I didn't see poop coming out of the butt, but I did videotape poop coming out of my butt. From a side angle, oh, okay. so the cheek was covering the opening. But to just see it drop? Just he, to see what it looked like. You when it edited it. 
to make the shit go into your ass. That's correct too. As <laughs> a it joke, yeah, it was like poop going. It was really actually uh, upsetting. <laughs> it was poetic, really. <laughs> this was you said for your senior thesis. Yeah, <laughs> B minus. <laughs> Not, Not bad. Terrible. My teacher was a fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would like to see more shit come into my ass. Yeah, my teacher was a real shit freak. <laughs> nice. Uh, any huge holiday plans coming up worth mentioning? For me? Yeah, for you. Uh, nothing exciting. Just you know, my uh, in laws are divorced, and oh. I have. Uh, <laughs> I have a mom, so it's uh, three Christmases for us. Three? Oh, I'm getting a tattoo. Whoa. Yeah. First tattoo? My first tattoo at 34. No, nope. you don't is... have any tattoos? None. That you must be like a someone rare. that would like, have gotten a drunken tattoo on your ass in college. Right, but uh, my dad, when I was a kid, did something really cool. He's like, if you want a tattoo, write it down or draw it, put it in an envelope, open it in one year. If you still want it, you can get it. Oh. And then one year later, I opened an envelope with a picture of a shark wearing sunglasses, flexing his muscles. And I, I was like, that now, dude. I know, but now I like it again. <laughs> but I, like when I was like 18, I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> That's a really good lesson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's the tattoo of? I'm going to get the uh, outline of Long Island, I believe, just to fully lean into the douchebag that I've become. You love it. I love it. I miss Long Island. I do. So you, you would would I be able to see it from where you are the the t-shirt uh, right yeah, there? Yeah, maybe. Um hopefully I'll get the guns popping in time for that as well. I like that. Would you ever move back to Long Island? No. <laughs> what about the East Coast? I mean, I would I, like I think in my head I think that would be cool, but I honestly it's really just much nicer out here. <laughs> I just like it way more and like I like I now have two nephews, so that's like the only thing that would make me want to be. Yeah, East like Coast as the more. family starts growing. Yeah, out exactly. There. And especially if I eventually have kids, I'd like them to be around. Where are your Where's your wife's family from? Uh, Westchester, just outside of New York as well. Oh shit! So it really makes sense for us to live on the uh-huh. East Coast, but I want to be in Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. But also <laughs> four <laughs> years of living out here with not a lot of TV work, so <laughs> I, apparently you could do High and Mighty from a fucking <laughs> apartment in fucking Seaford. <laughs> <laughs> and it would, the dollar would go a long way over there, right? Yeah, not too bad, yeah. Uh, but Long Island is 30 minutes from the city, and uh, Tim Dillon, a uh, uh, Long Island comedian I really like, I heard him quoted as saying, 40 minutes from the city and 40 years. Because <laughs> it is like, so, it's like fucking Trump country over there. I don't want to start alienating. Well, no, we're going to start saying Merry Christmas again. I'm yeah. serious. It's are. man of the year, not person of the year. <laughs> now he's just trolling people. <laughs> he's just saying it so we'll tweet about it, which yeah. will work, but still. <laughs> uh, strong on a tattoo. Yeah. No text. Would you ever get a tattoo? I don't think so. Because again, I don't have any... I don't have the thing where I would open up an envelope and be like, "Good idea, me." Lakers. Yeah, you don't have yeah. you don't have an element of your personality that's like int- interesting. Is not the right word. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. Instantly was, identifiable, I guess. right? Like, there's nothing I would be like, "Oh, the only like the Lakers or basketball," right. and it's well, like, I gonna get, you a get a Lakers tattoo. It's like you can't I get a, a basketball tattoo unless you play basketball. Even like, if you that just really weird. like it. <laughs> but like LeBron James has some uh, basketball tattoos. That makes a lot of I sense. I might get chosen one on my back like he does. But other than that, I wouldn't get one. Maybe if I, if you were forced to get a tattoo, if I was forced to get a tattoo. Yeah, if you, like, if you were like, you have to get a tattoo and it can't just be like a dot on the bottom of right. your foot, what would you get? So the one that I keep saying as a joke where maybe I like it now is Milhouse from The Simpsons on my ass. <laughs> oh, I think that's really good. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I like that. No, a lot. I really do because now you just reminded me of Mil- like I just realized how similar to Millhouse. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a cute little character that I really liked, and then it's on my butt, which is kind of a funny place for it. I think, yeah, <laughs> and also very hideable. Yeah, yeah, very hideable. He has. You have glasses. to switch your swimwear, but otherwise you're good. <laughs> I would before, no more thongs before the whole uh, Woody Allen thing. That would have been a good tattoo. But now if he's an actual yeah, child molester, I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want that on your tiny little boy butt. I once I once ordered a Woody Allen painting and I had it up for a while and then the whole like thing reopened. I'm like, huh, I feel a little bad. Yeah, well that was in your Bill Cosby room, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I had no problems with. <laughs> to this day. I like Hitler's art. You're Jake's getting two tattoos removed right now. Oh yeah, that's Are true. You? Yeah. Look at his look at his ankle. He's got. I knew you had an ankle tattoo, right? He's got like a two clover. on my ankle. So that right. one's going away. This one's a the word every a tribal son. Okay, and what was the other one? <laughs> it was the word every, but it's almost gone. <laughs> every e v e r y. Yeah, it's like a. It's I actually I'm gonna have to put the every somewhere else on my body because every, my I have this I have a family uh, a family house where there's like a poem on the wall that says it is always every summer in this house. It's like our summer house, oh. and uh, everybody in my family has one word from that sentence. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, and I am re- <laughs> I'm removing mine. Why are you removing it, though? Because uh, you don't want it on your ankle? I ankles? dislike yeah. my family. I don't like... I really did not like the way I, the two ankle tattoos looked. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah. sounds like... If you told me... But that's also like... That's some 20-year-old shit right there. Yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't have removed the everyone, but when I was in the doctor's office, they were like, we could remove this one, too, for the same price. And I was like, oh... I would rather have it on my arm. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. yeah go so for you're it. gonna get. Re- that's really funny. You're not tech. You're not technically getting a tattoo removed. You're getting it moved. Uh, I'm getting it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a tattoo moval. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. They're like, we could just graft this onto your back. <laughs> <laughs> like a big scar, like chunk. Yeah. On He's you. getting the tribal sun on his neck. <laughs> it doesn't take just green all around it. Words aren't the only thing I ever really wanted to get tattooed, uh, but I can never choose the word. Yeah. It's because pretty... I love Courier New. I'm obsessed with that font. Oh. Cur- Courier so, New? Yeah. Like, is that a typewriter? typewriter? Yeah, and all lowercase. Oh, uh, cool. Courier New is like, I always think of like the way E.E. E. Cummings signed his, you know, you were like, it was always all lowercase. That's, you know? My sister actually has Courier New. Her word is this, and she has it on her wrist. That's uh, kind of cool. I, I, yeah, I wanted, but I could never think of a word. The only word that would make sense would be like a kid's name or Tiffany or something like right. that, but that's weird to get your wife's name <laughs> tattooed on. I feel like that's a jinx. That's oh, like yeah, a divorce yeah. jinx, totally, right? Totally, totally. Also, like, had... how am I supposed to cheat on her if people ask it? <laughs> Who's <laughs> Tiffany? I'm like, my mom. She's dead. Fuck you. <laughs> I killed her. Um, yeah, uh, a word is what I was... I was going to get what the hell dash Jack Burton, which is like... Uh, Jack, quoting Jack Burton, who's the Kurt Russell character in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm, yeah, you but can that, do a movie thing. That feels weird, you know? Like, it's I don't want to... I don't want to explain my tattoo either. I think that the only way to really do it to me is like to have a whole entire sleeve or a shitload of tattoos then nobody's asking you like oh what's this one mean yeah right like when people see my tribal son they're like what does that mean to you I'm like i don't fucking know i don't know the sun and the 90s <laughs> i enjoyed the summer and sublime <laughs> why don't you get another tattoo of the explanation uh, that's a good idea. I might yeah, that way ankle. you could just go. It's over here. <laughs> is it? Is it talking out of turn to say? Doesn't Streeter have the Cabbage Patch signature on the bottom of his foot? Cabbage Patch. Oh, yeah. No, he has established 1982. Right, what right. I mean? Which and is a what the cross. Right, but isn't the uh, that's what the uh, Cabbage Patches have? Is there established with the year uh, that they were made on their bottom of their is? foot? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's too. really funny. Very dystopian. Yeah, uh, this is uh, all about Streeter. Yeah, this is a Streeter. <laughs> Welcome back to Streeter Cast. 
What else do you like about Streeter? I would be one of ten people who listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> a podcast about Streeter. <laughs> that was a really nice and mean thing to say about Streeter. <laughs> right, because I would listen to it, but I'm assuming only nine other people would. Yeah. Actually, unlike anybody else, I like Streeter. <laughs> uh, hey, contra- I don't want to be a contrarian here, but I think Streeter's an all right guy. I know how most of you feel. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to answer a couple more questions? And Is how that about, the premise of this podcast? Yeah. Let's, and let's leave the world of test taking and get into the world of pussy eating. All right. Num, this num, is num, another num, num. category I feel confident to speak about. <laughs> Shitting and pussy eating is like my two things. Uh, let's, let, oh, <laughs> One shit. begets the other. And look at this. This one starts with, hey, at the ripe old age of 34, oh. I most certainly fall into the older demographic of your podcast, but I still need your advice. I've been happily married for eight years, and I love my wife very much. Our sex life is great. In fact, it's gotten exponentially better over the years. Here's the issue. My wife rarely lets me go down on her, like maybe once a year if I'm lucky. I really enjoy doing it, and I feel guilty that I get head, but can't reciprocate. On the very rare occasions that I get to venture south, it's immediately followed... It's immediately following a bath, and I'm only allowed to stay down there for a few minutes. I've asked her why this is, and she says that she doesn't like it because I'm so close to her bum hole. Don't worry, I don't want to eat that Milky Way magic star. And that that she finds the thought of it gross. Have you guys ever come across this before? Is she lying to me because I'm actually really bad at it? I've tried watching uh, female-friendly porn to get tips, and I'm not going to use the advice of regular porn by spitting on or slapping the poor lady flower. DJ style. Should I let it go and let it be an annual treat? Or should I probe deeper? Sorry this hasn't been an amusing question, but I really hope you can uh, oh, but it help has. me. Oh, this is a fucking genuinely good question. Who do, who is this guy? Uh, torture Tongue. Nice. <laughs> very good. Um, that's a very good question. So have you ever experienced this? You've been married forever, so maybe you don't have the breadth of knowledge, but do you have the depth of knowledge to understand where this guy's coming from? I could understand where this guy is coming from. That's not a problem in our house. Right. Uh, we The beard rides are free-flowing. <laughs> free-flowing. Because <laughs> I, I really am a... Very, I'm very, very into uh, cunnilingus. Right. I very much enjoy doing it. I'm very good at it, according to my audience. <laughs> according to one. the one person that matters that yeah. thinks that. <laughs> I mean, I have only been eating one pussy, but it has been for over a decade, if, so oh, I've gotten yeah. pretty good at if it. If practice makes pussy, then, then you're the king. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that. Actually, that tracks all the way to the end. <laughs> your other tattoo says practice, practice makes pussy. <laughs> And that's just because I thought when I was a kid, I just wanted to play in games and skip practices. Uh, I've experienced this, the lady that doesn't like it. Yeah. Whoa, I think, really? Yeah. Uh, that uh, makes wait, sense. a girlfriend? No, not a girlfriend. Oh. But I feel like a girl would like you to eat her out because then you would stop talking. I think it... <laughs> <laughs> well, while he's down there, he is saying practice makes pussy. <laughs> uh, I think it's people, if uh, a lady isn't so comfortable with her vagina, like how he says the sh- the bath thing, yeah. like if you're insecure about it, then you don't want somebody close to it, let alone the closest you could possibly be. Yeah. Right. That's, I, this harkens back to a health class. I remember I made some joke where the teacher's like explaining sex and she's like, ladies and boys, you know, you don't have to go right this. I'm like, yeah, that's why you get a blowjob. And I like made something funny and my teacher goes, you think 
putting your mouth on someone else's genitals is less intimate than sex. And in that moment, I realized, like, it's definitely more intimate. Yeah, that's it's the like, most. Right. E- even though, like, blowjob always traditionally comes before fucking, uh-huh. there's something that's, like, that's, like, yeah. biologically intimate. Yeah, like, yeah. I think oral sex is, like, my favorite <laughs> possible thing. Yeah. And so you'd rather climax during that than sex sex? Um, I guess I'd probably, if, I, I don't know if... I, they really I, I'd like to do both at the very least they're tied but like and it, and definitely, it's definitely called sex sex <laughs> sex if you like, sex if you guys if you have like a simultaneous orgasm uh, while you're 69ing uh, mom turn off the podcast I think that's the best I think that's probably the wait, best wait hold on there is. mom my mom turn it on because <laughs> I am turned on because we have to have one mom listening uh, at all times <laughs> it's a weird game my mom playing. told me she actually does turn off the podcast when I tell her to oh really and she, yeah so she'll have stopped listening to this episode <laughs> alright cool let's talk about how hot your mom is uh, great so oh <laughs> uh, wait I should have done it while she was listening <laughs> I've dealt with this problem uh, with like a real significant other before a uh, real one yeah because I also like, like saying Amber's, Amir's is a doll yeah well Amir's is like <laughs> mine's imaginary yours is a date like if you have oral sex with somebody that's like pretty like a casual thing they're like oh i don't really like it that means that they're not really comfortable with a stranger uh having their your, the, their face in uh their box right. you know yeah. that and that's understandable but if you're in a re- if eight year relationship you better like be down with the person you love like get an up close uh scent of your muff you know what i mean <laughs> i'm really freewheeling cuz my mom's not listening <laughs> yeah wow we're really uh, hitting with the synonyms here i love it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know exactly where I was heading. I, 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 think, I think I know. Muff. I think I know where you're headed, right. and I think you. I think we need to track back. You need to find out what her holdup is. Yes. Yeah. Is it because I, I think a lot of women think they're concerned that they s- smell. Right. That's a thing, and like I know in my history, without getting it, like you kind of have to explain, like no. I like the this, smell of that your is, pussy. Yeah, that's exactly. You think what it I doesn't smell like because it doesn't smell like uh, lotion or body wash? Yeah, it's bad. No, and I'd honestly prefer like I don't want you to take a bath. I want you to like. I want to see you after yoga. <laughs> yeah, I want post spin <laughs> yeah. class. You trust, dude. I want you to trust. Put, treat my face like you're another and, spin class. I'm sorry, but just because your vagina is like near your asshole, that's that's one, that's another reason why I want to be down there. Right, and also, by the way, I, it sounds like if you're having a hard, if your wife's having a hard time with you eating her out in the front, she's not going to want it any other way. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, Eating dude. ass is a delight. Oh, as I well. mean, that's, <laughs> the, the vagina is just a road running to the yeah. running to the st- the star on the map. But I think I think what we're talking about here is he needs to find out. He needs to have a frank conversation with her because if it's something he really enjoys doing, truly, right. and not just out of guilt of getting blowjobs, yeah, yeah. If he truly enjoys doing it, then he. He Boom. should have. Whoa, excuse me, that's my stomach. Let's <laughs> oh, <laughs> take another ninety-minute break. <laughs> We're on the top floor, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're in your belly right now. Um, I think if that's something you really want to do, then you, in your marriage, it's going to be healthy if you get to do it. Yeah, and this is also from experience. I remember the way that I got over this hump was to co- basically convince this person that it was like that that really turned me on that I loved the way their uh they tasted and smelled and that like any of their hang-ups were like not shared by me they were my turn-ons. Right. And maybe this per- maybe this guy hasn't had like a frank discussion with his wife like she might have been like oh, I don't really like it and be like oh cool whatever me either I don't yeah, I don't yeah. care. But like she should know that this is what I mean 
he, he calls it a once a year treat. You know? I know. So if it's, it's a so treat for him, if it's a treat for, for him, whose birthday? And it's and she, he said only for a couple of minutes. I think and there's like a full a shower and a soak beforehand. Right. You got to tell cleanse. her. Look, this is what I really want to do, and then you have to the next time the opportunity arises, <laughs> you have to go out of your way to make her feel so comfortable if that means she has a glass of wine light it up light up candles play her favorite music mm. tell her the whole way through how much you're enjoying what you're doing i love your smell i love your taste seriously make her feel as comfortable as beautiful as amazing show her as all possible. the reasons why you love it right exactly and because trust me if you like doing it man that's going to be something that ends up being like a little bit of a uh a stuck in your craw about your marriage mm-hmm. because like that's like if if I if you didn't get head from your wife and you wanted it, why wouldn't like how could you not start thinking about that getting it uh, elsewhere or something yeah, like yeah. that? You know what I mean? And right. definitely eat her ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's your advice for anybody. That's right. what you yeah. also said about the guy who couldn't take a exam without shitting. Yeah, yeah. get your ass eaten, bro, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Um, Everyone should have their. This ass makes eaten. me feel bad because I because I feel like. Also, maybe she would never orgasm from it because she's just too blocked, but she should open herself up to that. And he should be, he should fucking lay out the rose petals, roll the red carpet out and say like, here we go. We're going to do this. And you're like, not like you're going to like this, (laughs) but like, I'm going to do my best or find out what her hangups are. If it's like, oh, I don't like it being that close to my ass. It's like, okay, maybe I just pull your underwear to the side. Uh Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to lay down. I I feel unflattering at the angle. Maybe it's about sitting on the face. Maybe, or maybe she doesn't want to sit on the (laughs) face. I want this guy's wife to sit on my face. I don't even know anything about her. Oh God. I love use. I want to play fucking soak the beard with this guy's wife. (laughs) That's what we call it in my house. (laughs) I had a long day, John. I I, kind of just got to have a glass of wine and soak your beard. Yeah, let's do it. I signed you up for a big from yoga class and then i'll pick you up at eight yeah um, it's just also it's something i got very good at because i uh was a quick ejaculator oh yeah that'll do it yeah so, so it I slows was, you down what it slows you down no well it makes sure she gets off at least first right. you know uh, what i mean like so, so it's, it's getting like, her to the one yard line and then you like both cross the finish yeah, line yeah, a lot of quick ejaculating is like has to do with taking the pressure off too right like if, yeah. if i go down on somebody and they orgasm then i'm like okay this like the stakes aren't super high and then i last longer anyway right exactly because you're like you and also like you don't get so worked up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Has this got too real? <laughs> I'd love. I know I'm hard to swing with you. And your- yeah. Hey, Jake. Is, if it's cool with you, could you eat out my wife? <laughs> oh God, I hate to intrude, but wiping my beard. <laughs> Let me just get it as dry as possible. I need you to do it poorly, just so she has something to weigh it against. Uh, do you have time for one last question? Yeah. Great, bro. Uh, it's like a 45 minute question. <laughs> oh, it's just quick 10 part. Roman numeral 1A. <laughs> <laughs> this is the table of contents. Uh, all right. This is from, I oh, can't say his name. Here it is. Ready? Uh, a year and a half ago, a friend was at my apartment and I was telling her about a really good book that I had just finished. She asked, she, she asked if she could borrow it. So I lent her a copy over the course of the next year and a half. We wouldn't really see each other that much and eventually grew apart. Uh, we're still on perfectly fine terms. The thing is, I've been trying to figure out a way to get my book back from her with having as little interaction with her as possible. I'm not really one to catch up with people. I'm kind of an awkward little Jew asshole. And honestly, I don't understand why people feel a social obligation to pretend you're friends with someone you don't really want to talk to when you bump into them, or in this case, need to pick something up that you lent them a year and a half ago. 
And I know what you're thinking. Why am I making this such a big deal? Well, you're totally right. I'm just a neurotic, crazy person who doesn't have the energy to make small talk with this now stranger. Can you guys think of a way that I can pick this book up under the pretense that I don't want to catch up with her, but without coming off as rude? Or am I being too wishful? Is there no way of avoiding having to grab a coffee for 45 minutes just to get my book back? Help! Thanks. Love? Uh, Jew asshole. Nice. <laughs> Self-named Jew asshole. Um, yeah, I would say maybe Amazon.com. Oh, and get buy the book your back. own fucking book. <laughs> yeah, dude, just buy. Dude, it's, I wonder I'm, why it's this is a one of a kind book. Well, I feel like he would have mentioned it if it was like autographed or one of a kind or first edition. Did he say one of a kind? He said, "Let my copy is as personalized as it got." So I don't understand why his copy is so right. It's like yeah, when he's like talking about getting his book back and he goes, I don't know why I'm being like this. Maybe it's because I'm a little – like you don't have to say you're a Jew if you're <laughs> really upset that a book you lent out 18 months ago isn't back. It was the Bible. <laughs> you're um, definitely neurotic. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Have you ever done this? Have you ever like lent someone something you're like, ah, just fucking keep it. I don't want to deal with you anymore. Maybe even an ex-girlfriend. I feel like anytime you lend someone something in modern culture, you're saying like, I'm not positive I'm going to get this back. Yeah. You remember know? when DVDs were a thing that you would borrow? And let other people borrow, and it was hard to like keep track of who has your DVDs. Tiff, I, I'm a, I was a big DVD guy, and my wife lent my downstairs neighbor a few DVDs, and she didn't know which ones she lent him. <laughs> he took a couple, and then he gave back a couple, but I was like missing some movies, and I was like so furious. <laughs> I was like so unnecessarily upset, but I, cu- I couldn't even tell you what movies were. Ma- you know oh, yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like so, but I was just mad that what like someone got one over on me. Yeah. I guess, but. If you lend someone something in if you if you're not good enough friends with this girl that you might not speak for 18 months yeah you shouldn't have you lent shouldn't her have lent book. her anything or you should know that it's giving did he want the does he want to read the book or does he just want to have it back in his library we don't know we just if you already read the know. book man don't be a fucking loser yeah it is wondering why it's funny when you want the book back that you've already read like the book is done for you I st- I used to like hang on to books for a long time and now I started giving them away yeah all right you don't need what do i you have like a, a collection of like the trophies like i finished this one look at all the books I, this I is finished. how smart i these are all in my brain <laughs> that's the, the reason i have books the reason i buy books well first of all i still can't do e-readers and stuff and the reason i yeah. buy books is so that i can give them or lend them to people under the auspices of like i don't like i have a couple of friends that we sort of just give each other uh graphic novels and we're like Read it, give it away, yeah, I don't keep care. it, whatever. We'll just pass it around. You read know? it and weep. Yeah, read it and weep, motherfucker. Mm. Four aces. Uh, <laughs> what about a surrogate? Somebody else at his at her house at a certain point. Right, he's got to have some mutual friends. That's a good. That's a good piece. Oh of right, work. yeah. You say if you're gonna see this girl, pick up my book. Right, something like that. Otherwise, uh, you do have to do it personally if you do want this specific book back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the best you could do is say like, "Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Can I drop by?" And then you say hello and be like, "I wish I had time to catch up. I have another thing." Just, well, yeah. I mean, two lies. Yeah. It's it's a lie that you're in the neighborhood and a lie that you have something to go to. Yeah, if you really don't want to interact with her and you are socially awkward enough that you don't want to interact with her, but also awkward enough that you want that book back, here's what you do. Okay. You, if she has a date, does she have a job? If you know she has a job, you say, hey, I, so random, I want this book back. Uh, a friend of mine was asking about it. Because it's been a year and a half now, yeah, so there's good. a good chance she doesn't even have the book anymore. Of course. Hey, if you still have it. 
Um, I'm going to be in your neighborhood tomorrow. I'm assuming you got to go to work or something. <laughs> leave it in your mailbox. Leave it underneath uh, this. Uh, put it behind, you know. Leave I mean, it out in public because it's a book. No yeah. one will take it. Right. right. Put it on your st- stoop uh, and I'll come grab it. I like that. Or you say like, hey, I'm going to pick it up. Are you home? She says yes. But like you you make sure there's a time when she has to leave by. And you say, I'm running late. Just leave it on your step. I'll pick it up. Yeah. And then you're just sitting across the street in your car, <laughs> fake reading a newspaper, watching her leave until you get uh, fucking arrested. Yeah, we- we know binoculars. he has nothing to do because he spent this long obsessing over getting his book back. <laughs> this makes me so curious what the book is. Yeah. Uh, right? Doesn't – is this like I'm so – like it's like a Mysterious father's book of diary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean he it would have blows dust off of it. It's the Necronomicon. <laughs> it's just a fountainhead. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just a douchebag. Michael Crichton's The Sphere. <laughs> I would love it if it's like a mass market paperback. It's three dollars. It's in a dollar bin at B. Dalton. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good advice. Good tips. Good hangs. Good jokes. Good episode. Hey, thank thank you so much. I love giving advice. Yeah. I love giving advice, especially when the person can't be there to go. Actually, that sounds. I'm like. Nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what's good about your podcast is like you could host our podcast, but nobody else could host your podcast. You know what I mean? Like, nobody yeah. else can be Gabrus. Right. I could host your podcast to, for 5,000 listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, man. I needed to hear that. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug before we peace on out of here? Um, please, no. Uh, follow me on Twitter or on social media or Snapchat. Hell yeah. Uh, and um, listen to my podcast, High and Mighty, on the HeadGum Network. If you uh, want more of us talking to each other, I'm on Gabrus' episode. Jake's on an episode. I'm yeah. Sure we're both on an episode at a certain point. Yeah, you're both on the first episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, if you start listening to my podcast or or you want to listen to my podcast, tweet at me with topics you'd like to see me talk about. You mm. know? That's something I'm, I'm thinking about getting into is yeah, cool. learning about shit for listeners. What episodes did you say you had in the can already that are coming out? That are coming out? I have one about game shows coming out. I have one about weddings and one about comic books with a comic artist and illustra- uh, illustrator and writer. Oh, damn. Great. Uh, and I've got a few more brewing that I think are going to be pretty exciting. <gasps> That means they're about beer, right? Uh, some, some of them. <laughs> awesome. Sick, dog. <laughs> Ten episodes about beer. One I love of, it. You're going to do an hour about Ollie's. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sick it is. Uh, all right. More uh, more of Gabriel's on the High and Mighty podcast uh, on HeadGum. Uh, so if you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, like Tyler did, uh, send it all over to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song. Uh, was by Tyler the Trio 3B uh, and then this closing one is Maya who did a ukulele second ukulele reference on the episode good stuff Uh, thanks so much for listening everybody we'll be back next week bye 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 shitheads there is a show by Jake and Amir they answer questions from people who are full of fear yeah if you got a problem they'll help you out yeah bro you have to tune into the if I were you who show show in the entire world. That was a HeadGum Podcast.